0: hey everybody my mic there we go there we go I'm excited okay I have to go I have to stay focused you guys think I can stay focused and stay on topic and <laughs> get through all of these let's see if you don't have testimonials yet what's the best way to prove on the sales page that you can get people results so there's a couple things you can do one of the things that we do is we take if you have any testimonials or if anyone has ever left you like a nice comment being like, oh my God, like she's the best and we love her and I love your thing. You guys can screen, we screenshot all of your guys' nice comments and then we block out your name, we block out your picture. So it's a screenshot that's like anonymous just because this is a private group. Like I don't, I like everything you guys post in here to stay in here, even if it's just like, like I like the mastermind, right? And so we'll block out the face and block out the name. That's just personally what I like to do. Other people will contact people and ask. Some people just are like, it's on Facebook, I'm posting it. It's just whatever you're comfortable with. So one of the things you can do is like kind of round up if anybody sent you a nice DM or said something nice to you in an email. If someone has said something nice to you in email, like, oh my gosh, your stuff is the best. You can take that quote and put it on a little graphic and make it look cute and what we will do a lot of times when we're doing an event we've never done or we're doing selling a program that we've never sold we'll take testimonials or things from other programs or other things that i've done and we'll put it all under a heading it just says what faith students are saying and it's just usually people being like oh my gosh i love the mindset stuff or whatever right so that's something you can do The other thing you can do is you i also uh bribe people for testimonials (laughs) the mastermind will tell you i really like getting video testimonial i just think it's nice for people to hear from you guys what it's been like for you in here and to see your face and to get a feel for like who's in the mastermind and what it's like and when the cart is open a lot of (laughs) most of the time when the cart is open i'll post in here and i'll be like hey If you go in the group and you go live and you make a two minute video just saying what you like about the mastermind and how it's helped you, I'll give you a $10 Starbucks card so you can bribe people. You can also just ask people. A lot of times you guys don't have testimonials because you guys don't ask anybody. One of my, if you're like, I just like can't deal with asking. One of my favorite ways to ask is to just send everybody a feedback form we do look at your guys feedback forms. So like when we send those out, I would definitely fill them out, especially if you're committed to being in here for a year because we're always adding stuff and changing stuff. And a lot of it is really heavily based. It's based on a few things. One is like what you guys are talking about on the calls all the time, like what I am seeing, like the community need, but then also like, we do go through all of your feedback forms. So you can make a feedback form that's like, give me, um, feedback on my program or feedback on my coaching. And then one of the questions on there can just be like, would you be willing to leave a testimonial? So a lot of times we'll just distribute them out like that. We'll just be like, hey, mastermind, like fill out these forms. I'm making changes next quarter. Let me know what you guys want. And then on that form, there'll be a little spot. That's like, would you be willing to leave a testimonial? Like just drop it in the spot below. So that's a passive way you guys can ask for testimonials and you can automate that. So you can set it up to where if someone buys your program in like a couple months, they automatically get sent that feedback form. So those are some ideas you can do. And then the other thing is like, you can just not have testimonials. I don't have testimonials all the time. So that's a thing too. So burnt out, feeling like a total imposter and piece of shit. Any pep talk, welcome. Yeah, this is, Megan, are you on here? <laughs> I'm wondering where you're at now, cause it's the 15th. I'll say a couple things, but first of all, Megan, like as I know Megan, Megan has been in the community now. I think you're, I think I saw you like re-enroll for your like second or third year in here. Um, and so I've coached Megan a bunch and something I've seen from you and that I probably some of you others can relate to is like, your energy is really similar to mine. I think, I don't know much about like neurodivergent stuff. I do have ADHD and I'm like this too. So I don't know if it's like an ADHD thing or a neurodivergent thing. You, Megan can probably speak to that a lot better than me. But something I see is like, I work kind of in like bursts. So I work in like sprints. So I work my ass off like really hard for like 10 days. And i have like all these ideas and i do all this work and i create all this stuff and then i kind of like back off i'm kind of like wiped out right and then i like get another burst of energy and i don't make myself wrong for that i think something that is really interesting for all of us to think about is like we're really when you have your own business like you really get to decide how things work And so I was talking about this in Inner Circle last night about like, I will like evaluate my business sometimes. I'll look at the business and I'll be like, if all of this was wiped out, if it was all blown up, how would I start the mastermind? Like, what would it have in it? What would I be doing in the business? Because I don't wanna just keep doing things in here just because we do it that way. I always wanna be doing things in here because I think it is the best way to do things. And so I will just kind of be like, okay, if we wipe everything away, like what would I keep and what would I get rid of? Right. And you can do this kind of, I think about this with like work culture too, because we're kind of indoctrinated in this like nine to five, like maximum productivity. Right. And you guys just want to understand, like we're not taught how to be entrepreneurs. We're not taught how to be business owners. We're taught how to work. We're in capitalism. So we work for the people that have capital. Right. So, we're taught how to be little productive workers which is great like we want people to do that okay but i just want you guys to understand like how this stuff works like you're taught to be at maximum productivity they want you to work as hard as you can for as long as you can all of the time and that's why all the everybody has their like kind of self-worth kind of wrapped up in how much you produce and when you have a lower producing day or a lower producing week or a lower producing month a lot of people feel really bad about that like there's something wrong with me I'm lazy, I'm bad. And it's like a personal failure versus what I think is like, you're just in a human body. Okay. And so we've been indoctrinated with all of these work stuff to be workers. If you blew it up and started from nothing, how would you want to work? Like what would work look like if you got to decide, how many hours you worked and what you did and what was included in your day and, it, and just like how i am saying like you know i wipe my business clean if, if all of this was gone what would i build like if all of the work culture was just erased like what would you do and the interesting thing is like when you finally get to come to full time and work for yourself full time like you get that Like you get a blank slate, you get to do whatever you want. And a lot of us, because we're so used to this nine to five structure, we just keep following that, but it's not always the best way. Okay. So I work in bursts where I work for a while and then I back off. Right. And there's seasons where I'm very productive and there's seasons where I'm not. And I just look at it as like, I'm someone who works in sprints, who works in bursts, Um, and that's how my energy kind of cycle is. And that's what works best for me. And it's not a problem at all. One of the things you recommend in success plan module two is to go for quantity output, for example, posting every single day on Instagram right now. I'm posting four to five reels a week. It takes me 60 to 90 minutes to script, record, edit, caption, and post each reel. So three xing that makes me feel anxious, especially because I don't want to post on weekends. Any advice for getting more output without it taking up a ton of time? Yeah, I think. 60 to 90 minutes to script record edit caption and post each reel well, i mean i would cut that down to 15 minutes <laughs> like that's the first thing i'm gonna tell you to do is it 60 to 90 minutes each it says it takes 60 to 90 minutes to script record edit caption and post each reel i would just do it in a third amount of the time <laughs> that's what i would do right so and like the other thing is like there might be different styles of content that you start doing. So I don't know how long you've been doing this, but like if you go look on my page, my reels are not, I don't use Instagram as part of my business strategy. So don't judge my Instagram. Okay. But if you go to reels, like you can see where if I do a reel, I pick up my phone. I say, Hey guys, I just thought of this thing. I want to tell you it's really important. Listen up. And then I like cut it. And I'll go to like a different angle to make it interesting and then I'll be like, you know, something I hear all the time in the mastermind is blah, 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 and it's a problem because of this. And then I'll just, and it takes me two minutes. (laughs) Like right and then i go on there and i pick maybe some music i think like a lot of like pep talk stuff does really well on reels with emotional music so (laughs) like some like if you can find like an instrumental like emotional song like put it behind it turn the volume down so your voice is louder you can just go face to camera though this would be great for you too i know you're hating this (laughs) i feel like i feel like you're probably hating this advice but like A really good skill for you to develop would be to be able to make reels without scripting and editing them just think how much time like over the course of like a year you would save if you didn't have to sit down and script and edit you just kind of had some ideas and you picked up your phone and you shot it and posted it right then like think how much time and how much more output you could have over the course of three years if you learned to do that and it's gonna be hard at first like i understand that but i don't think doing things that are hard is a problem i think it's good for you guys (laughs) so this is a thought error that like most people have and it goes like this it's like if I work on things harder if I spend more time on it it's going to be more valuable and if I do it like Faith says and I pick up my phone and say something real quick it's not going to be as good and I'm just gonna tell you like that's not a fact that's just your thought and like that might not be useful so it's like do you want to keep thinking that I don't think that I just think like I can just, I just think I can pick up my phone and say something helpful and post it and it's just as good. Someone straight up copied and pasted my freebie and redistributed it as their own. I'm pissed and would love some advice on managing my own mind on this one. There's a couple things about this, but the first thing is like when you guys start coaching, when you guys learn that self-coaching course and you start coaching with me, a lot of people start realizing like, oh, like I have a lot more kind of leverage on my experience in life that I was realizing and like, Oh, my thoughts are creating my feelings. I'm just going to change all my thoughts. So I feel better. But this is the thing is like, I really, 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 really believe this is like totally unpopular life coach stuff that, trust me. But this is what I really think after working with many, many people. Okay. I really think like we're here in human bodies and part of life is suffering. Part of life, is sadness and despair and grief and being pissed off, like that is part of life, okay? And you do not wanna bypass that. I don't want people emotionally bypassing, right? The model I teach and the self-coaching we teach is to have awareness of what's happening and to give you a lens to look at really complicated life situations through that can be helpful, okay? But it doesn't mean like I'm just going to decide. Like I think, Megan, if someone stole my work and reposted it, I want to be pissed about that, right? I used this example on a call like after the Uvalde shooting. I was talking to someone about that on the call in here, and I told her I was like, I want to be sad. I don't wanna. I don't wanna change my thoughts about it. Like I'm pissed off that this is happening, and I'm sad and that's how I want to feel. I don't want to feel happy and neutral about someone stealing my work. I want to feel fucking neutral about school shootings. I don't, I don't want to. Okay. And so you got to really ask yourself sometimes, sometimes you guys are like trying to shift your thoughts so you can feel better, but it's like, do you really want to like, are you bypassing like the human experience? Right. Cause it's like, if I am like bypassing like anger about someone stealing my work or grief about like kids being shot. I know that's an extreme example, but like, you know what I mean? It's like it's like you want to have the experience of being in a human body. So this is how I think about it. I'm like, I'm in the human body, me and my spirit in the body, right? And I'm available for all of it. I'm available for all of the experience that this life has and all of the beauty that this life has. And that is happy times and loving times and amazing times and miracles. And it is grief and despair and loss and suffering. And it's both. And I don't fucking know anybody that gets to not have both. Okay? So from that place of knowing, like, okay, part of life is going to be good and part of it's going to be hard, then it's like you can decide how you wanna show up and who you wanna be in those tough times, right? So from that place, it doesn't mean we go to like, I'm gonna be in bed depressed about the shooting all day, like I'm not gonna be pissed, like just nonstop pissed about this, right? But it's like you wanna honor those feelings that are there. So it's kind of like allowing the emotion and not getting stuck in it, right? You can't, this is the other thing, Here's a good tip for you guys. When you guys are doing the thought work and you're like stuck and you're like, I cannot change this fucking thought no matter what I think. I still think this. I still think this is true. I can't stop thinking it. It is almost always because you have not processed the emotion. So you can change your thoughts about this after you feel pissed off about it. Don't you guys want to be pissed off if someone steals your work? Like, I don't want to be neutral about that. There's things in life like I don't want to be positive about. There's things in life that I it means that you care about things. Right. If we neutral, I'm always like everything is neutral and like, yeah, that's true. But it's like if we neut- really neutralize everything, like you're not going to give a fuck about anything. You're not going to care about your work. You're not going to care about school shootings. You're not going to care about anything. Right. So it's like, yeah, everything is neutral and we're in human bodies. And it's like, we want to have the experience while we're in human bodies. Otherwise, you're just gonna be a detached robot. And that's not what I want. Certainly not. Right. So, you know, I know that there's a lot of nuance in this. And I understand that, right. And I know it can be like, Oh, well, you know, you teach us like thoughts, create our feelings, and then we're not supposed to change them. And like, we're supposed to feel our feeling. And it's like, but the model is just so you can see what is happening. And it's just a useful way to be like, what are the facts? Cause our brain presents us all the time of like thoughts that we we think are facts. Right? So it's like, what are the actual facts and what do I think about it and how do I feel? And it's just awareness. Okay. That's awareness. will do a lot for you guys too. You don't have to think perfectly. It's not about like always being in the intentional model hundred percent of the time. Like that's not what I want. I want everybody in the community to have the complete human experience, which is what I'm saying. It's 50 50. It's love and passion and miracles and beauty and it's fucking hard sometimes. Like that's just what I see. I don't know if that's like too dark or like (laughs) because I have like a lot of drama. But I coach a lot of people and I don't know anybody that's having a human experience that's going to get through without some type of tragedy. Like negative feelings, you guys, this is the thing is like when you're willing to feel negative feelings in your body and you make it not a problem, you will become much less fearful and much less overwhelmed. But when you're like, I don't want to feel that. I don't want to feel like I got punched in the stomach. No, 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 We need to change it. What happens is you'll avoid other situations that might make you feel like that. But with me, I'm like, I'm totally available. I'm totally available to feel disappointed. We talk about feeling disappointed a lot, like being willing to be disappointed. When you're on board, like with, I'm just totally willing to be disappointed. I'm willing to cry after the launch. I'm willing to just feel really fucking horrible about it. And I'm going to go all in and I'm going to go all the way to the end. Right. And at the end, if I don't get the sales, I'm going to feel really disappointed about that. And that's not a problem. I'm totally, totally available to be disappointed. Like you're going to have a much different experience in your launch than someone's like, what if people don't buy? And what if I fail? And what if I feel bad and I don't want to feel bad? And oh, my God. Right. So when you're like willing to partner with negative emotion and be like, yeah, I can do gut punch in the stomach, like I can feel pissed off, like I can feel disappointed. I'm really, I'm always like, I'm really good at feeling anxious. I'm so good at it. Cause my brain's like, I don't want to feel, we don't want to do that. I might feel anxious. I'm like, no, no. I'm like, I'm super good at feeling anxious. It's not a problem for me. I'm in the human body. I'm going to feel all of the things and I'm available for all of it. And I know I could, I know that it is safe for me to feel and process any feeling. Right. And because of that, then it's like, I don't spend any time thinking about like what if things don't work and like what if this and what if that because I I'm totally willing to get to the end of the launch and try something new and go really hard and be really excited and believe all the way to the end and fucking fail and feel disappointed about it. It sucks. That's what I'm saying. It's like you're not supposed to feel good when someone steals your work. is not supposed to feel good. There's things that are not that are gonna in your business. This is for all of you. There's things in your business that are not going to feel good. People are going to ask for refunds. People are going to say things about you that are flat out not true. People are going to take what you say and twist it. Like all of that is going to happen and it feels bad and that's okay. That's just being a human. You see what I'm saying? And then, so then from there, this is the first part. And I really think, I really think like you need to process that feeling of like, what is the feeling in your body? So I will like sit with it. And I'll to kind of meditate with it, and I'll be like, okay, like anxiety, I see you. And I will just kind of like go in my body and kind of scan like where is the, that feeling in my body? Like what does it feel like? Does it feel like a color? Does it look like anything? Does it feel hot? Does it feel cold? And I will like really spend time like being with that feeling. And what that does has done for me anyway is it has made me not fearful about negative feelings because I'm like, oh, yeah. I can do pissed off, I can do anxious, not a problem. I totally know how to feel that. It's not a problem. It's totally safe for me to to feel that. I know how to process that. I've done it lots of times and it's not a problem at all. And it makes me able, I think, to take some really big risks and try new things. because I'm not scared of like feeling embarrassed. I'm like, I'm totally willing to be embarrassed. Totally willing, totally willing to be disappointed totally willing to be pissed off. I'm to- I'm willing for all of it. And then none of it's a problem. Okay. They're just feelings. Like feelings are just feelings. You guys, they're not problems. They're just a vibration in your body. Okay. So that's the first thing is like, I really think you need to spend time like being pissed off. I know that's not what you want, but you're not going to be pissed about this forever. Like if you really get pissed and you really think about how you actually feel and maybe you feel sad or maybe you feel frustrated. I don't know what you feel. If I were coaching, well, I'd be really curious if the feeling really is pissed off. It might be, um, but you can explore that and if you really go there like if you really get pissed like how long are you really actually going to be upset about this when we get pissed off if we really like let ourselves go there and we really feel the negative feeling and we really do it i'm like yeah do a disappointment like really cry like really feel bad like how long are you really going to be upset about this it's that you're not going to be upset about this for weeks right and the thing that makes it longer is trying to push it away trying to push it away like I don't want to feel like that I don't want to feel like that I don't want to be upset about this I don't want to feel it I'm gonna change my thought I'm gonna tell faith I'm gonna go get faith to help me change my thoughts so I can feel better (laughs) like the only reason you put this question in here is because you want me to help you feel better (laughs) which tells me like you have not processed this feeling yeah okay I'm glad it's helpful (laughs) I feel like I'm giving a lot of unpopular advice I'm like make reels in 10 minutes and pissed off and I understand this is like a hard sell like I understand (laughs) it's not the sexiest advice in the world I get it after we talked yesterday I realized I need some help telling people why they need to buy my offers okay I usually just say something like I have this thing that solves the problem and if you want to buy it here's the link what would you suggest to improve my sales copy I would do some kind of deadline with like a bonus or a discount expiring. I think deadlines like help people make a decision if they want to buy something or not. Otherwise people just don't make a decision and they don't decide they don't want to buy. They just do nothing, right? That's not the same. Doing nothing is not the same as deciding, no, I don't want that. When you give people a deadline, it makes them in their brain decide like, okay, no, I'm not going to do that or yes, I am. And so it just helps people get to a decision faster. Really explaining to them too, like, you know, one of the things that I would do, Katie, is write down all of the reasons someone who needs your program might not buy it, write down all the reasons. And then during the launch, I send an email about all of those things, right? So like in my program, one of the reasons someone might not buy the mastermind that would really benefit from the program and the community is because they bought other courses and they were disappointed and they've already spent a lot of money and they're not making any money and the money's going out and they're freaking out about that. So I have an email about that. Right. I'm like, I have a two week money back guarantee. If you're disappointed, I'll give you your money back. No problem. Right. That's not going to happen here, but you can, you can, those are really good, like email topics. If you're looking for like what to write about in your cart open, write down all of the reasons. What are the reasons? Someone who's right for the program, not just anybody. It's always, we're only selling to people that would really really benefit from your program you're not selling anybody else the people that are right for it so the people that are right for your program why would that person go to your sales page and then decide not to buy and you write down all those reasons and i'll tell you right now all of you this is the objection all of you are going to have it's going to be like i don't have enough time i don't have enough money because we all think that all the time on a, on a loop <laughs> i don't have enough time i don't have enough money it doesn't matter what niche you're in i can almost guarantee you your clients think that and just think about what else would they be thinking and you can write you know you could write an email about like about how your program actually in the long term is going to save them money you can write an email that like over the long term like yes it's going to take you time in the beginning up front but over the long term of your life you're going to save so much time and this is why right and just explaining to them that kind of stuff talking about why This is the other thing It's like most of people that have a problem that they want to pay to fix have already tried to pay someone else to fix it and it didn't work. And so you've got to think like for for me and for a lot of you guys, like a lot of people when they come to me have tried a lot of programs and stuff that did not work for them. And it can just feel like, well, why would this be any different? The other shit I tried didn't work. Why would this work? And probably some of your guys people think that too about you <laughs> like why would why would your thing work any better so you have to tell them like hey like i know you've tried all these other ways of doing it i know you've tried all these other plans but here's the thing like my program has these steps that are left out of most programs right and i'm like yeah most programs like have not worked for you but probably 90 percent of the business programs you guys have been in People just teach strategy and they don't teach you the bigger picture of how to make it work and they don't teach you how to be able to take how to manage your mind enough to be able to take sustainable action over a long enough period of time to actually get the outcome right and so it's like of course they don't work right that you didn't have the support you needed to execute what they taught you over a long enough period of time to actually get the result and my program does that right so you can explain to them like I know you've tried these things or you might have tried these things and they didn't work but this is why it didn't work and this is how my program is different had my second $0 launch in a row for my crochet course and feel really disappointed. I love to teach this and the people who have gone through the course, I love it. I just don't know if I can try again or need to find another way to help my people. Would love to hear your thoughts. Yeah, did you do the launch debrief? Being disappointed about having a $0 launch is, is like fine to me, that's not a problem. But what you wanna do is you need to like evaluate and problem solve. You have to evaluate what happened and come up with a hypothesis of why no one bought, and then launch again and test it and see if it works, right? So for a lot of you, I can straight up tell you, a lot of you just don't have enough people coming to the launch. So that's the first thing I would look at or ask you if I were coaching you is like, how many people went to the sales page? And most of the time it's just like, you guys just need more people to go to the sales page. Like we don't even have enough data to know if your sales are good or your marketing is good. The other thing is like, like don't be confused about this so this is what I think like anytime I don't get the result in the launch I just go to a place of like oh I thought my marketing was good enough and it wasn't it wasn't your marketing was not good enough either you did not have enough people or your marketing was not good enough and both of those are problems you can solve but you have to put your brain to work like looking at like where could our marketing be better what could I have said better like what could I be doing before the launch to get them ready to buy? How could I prepare them better for the launch? Um, How can I make sure they've heard of the program more times? How can I talk about the program more often? Like those are useful places to take your brain. Your brain is taking you to a place where you're just like confused, but you wanna do that work of like really putting your brain to work about like coming up with a hypothesis, right? So like right now, you're just like nobody bought and you're very upset about that. That's fine initially, but like after a while, you got to put your CEO hat on and CEOs don't have time to feel fucking sorry for themselves. Right? I mean, I have bills to pay if, if so, here's a good example. Like my business costs thousands of dollars to run every month just to pay our bills, like just to pay the people and the things. Okay. And, if I, for some reason, something happened and we did not have the revenue coming in, if a launch didn't go how I thought it was gonna go, or we didn't, and I have like savings and stuff, but like, you guys get what I'm saying? It's like, I don't have the luxury of sitting in here and being like, I just just don't know if I can do it again. Like, I don't know. I have to sit in here and figure out what happened, right? I have to sit in here and like, look at the numbers and figure out, it's like, to me, it's like, there is a solution here. I just have to find it. I gotta put my brain to work finding it. Like what is the solution here? And you've gotta put your brain to work to come up with some kind of hypothesis. And I can help you, but you need to come to the call in your mind with your own brain, with some kind of idea of what you think went wrong. Whereas right now your brain is just kind of telling you like nobody bought and we just don't know why. And it's like, no, like as a CEO, as someone who has bills to pay, right? Businesses are not free to run. You all have bills to pay. You're all paying to be in here, right? You have bills to pay. So as a business owner, you have to put your, your boss hat on and sit down and be like, I'm going to figure this out. Something broke down in our marketing. There's something in my marketing that is not good enough, or I don't have the volume that I need. And I know there's a solution to that. I'm going to figure out what it is. Right. And so, I look at it like this. This is kind of how I evaluate the launches. First of all, do the launch debrief and get all that data. You need to know how many people opened your emails, how many people clicked on the link, how many people went to the sales page, um, how many people signed up for your live event, like how many people went to your free training. Like, look at all of the dot. Like, get all of the numbers that you can and. And you're not going to know the answers to everything, but at least that will give you some facts. You're going to have to just take a guess. Like there's a lot of times like I don't know exactly what what happened, but I can look at the numbers and try to take a guess. Right. So if no people go on your sales page, it's a pretty easy problem to fix. It's like we need more people on the sales page. How do we do that? Put your brain to work. How do I get more people on the sales page? How do I get in front of more people? How do I grow my email list so I have more people to sell to? right, put your brain to work solving that. Or if people go to your sales page and they're not buying, something in your marketing is is broken and you need to figure out what it is and fix it, right? And look at all of those pieces. All that happened was like something in there wasn't working. And the basic funnel I teach you guys when you come in here is like people find you, you nurture them, you get them results ahead of time, and then you offer for them to buy something. You And you have a, you have a product and a system for selling it, right? I would just evaluate each of those pieces in your business if you guys are not making money one or all of those pieces is broken and there is a way to figure out how to make it better and and here's the other thing the solution for your business has to come from your brain so you have to look at your business that you are building and be like is my lead gen strategy working am i getting enough new people every month if not how could I fix it and put your brain to work? And then it's like, am I, do people really know who I am? Have they seen me on video enough? Have I gotten them enough free results? Do I need to be nurturing them more? And like, really look at all of that. Look at all of the nurture content you sent to them before you, before you ask for the sale, like go back through your emails and your podcasts and look at your stuff and be like, you know, sometimes we think like, oh, I send them so much stuff. But then when you go to look at it, you're like, I don't know though. Like, if you figure like 20% of your list, like, only 20, 30% of your list probably opens your email. 70 to 80% of people probably didn't see some of those emails. Right. And if you really look at like, did I get them a result ahead of time? I'm always like, you need to get people a transformation before you ask them to buy shit from you. Okay. So like really look at that. And I don't know like if you did or didn't do that. I'm just saying like for all of you, this is how I, if I were talking to you on a call, I would be asking these questions and in my brain, this is what I'm doing. I'm like, do they have a lead gen strategy that's working? Did they nurture their people? and do they have a great offer in a system for selling it you have a great offer that does not mean the rest of that funnel is working right a lot of times we have a great offer and then people don't buy it and people are just like really frustrated by that all that means is that front part of your funnel is broken either like or your sales process for selling it is broken but like having a great offer is one part of the funnel you got to go fix those other parts right and put your brain to work and just keep making it better and better. Getting more leads, getting better at nurturing them, better free content, better at what you do, better marketing, better graphics, better names, all of it, better copywriting, better emails, right? And then the sales system, like better live events, better pitching, better offers, better everything. And it's just like, yeah, having a great offer that's awesome that people love is great, but that's only one tiny piece of your business. It's like great. You have an offer that's great that people love and it's good and that's awesome. I'm like, you need that, but you also need all these other pieces. And if you're not making money, you don't have one of them, and you have to put your brain to work figuring out what it is. Right now, your brain is just kind of messing with you, telling you like we're very upset and we just can't figure it out. You, you can be. These are two separate kind of things to me where it's like i'll be disappointed and feel sorry for myself and i do that too like i have a very dramatic brain and my brain loves to like play the victim and feel very sorry for ourselves and like that's fine and so i do that but when i sit my ass in this office i'm not doing that i'm like i have bills to pay something is broken we have to fix it not next week now like i have to sit here and come up And I, I don't always know i have to look at the data and look at what happened and look at the other launches that we've done and figure out what went sideways like I thought our marketing was good and it wasn't. We missed something. And I have to go back and figure out exactly what that was. Does that make sense? Ooh, I love this idea to give people who pay something fun and special. Not as a sale, but as a thank you. Yeah, if you have like an old free training or like a anything, you want to do a happy hour call with them, you, whatever. It could just give them something extra. Like think about how you guys would feel. You guys are getting this from me tomorrow. so. Everybody in the vault is getting something really awesome for free tomorrow, right? And I love doing that for Black Friday. I certainly could sell like a high-end program to people or, or put a new program together and sell it. But I, every year I put together a new program and we sell the program, but the vault members get it for free. And I love that because it's like my way of kind of like thanking. It's like you committed to like coaching with me for a year and I really appreciate that. And I'm going to take care of you. Right. And don't, doesn't that feel good to you guys? Like, don't you want your people to feel like that? I'm not saying you don't have to like go crazy, but I'm just saying, think of something nice to do for your clients. You need to hear this today. Got to focus on the whole business, not just creating amazing offers. People got to know those offers exist. Yeah. The offer is one part of the funnel. It's the bottom. It's like something is broken in the top of your funnel. <laughs> Let me know if you need anything else. And Suzanne, if you sit with this and you go through this stuff, come on Tuesday and we can go over your, your launch debrief and you can talk out what, but you have to come to the call with like an idea, it, at least some kind of hypothesis or idea of like what you think happened. And then I can help you evaluate it. And from my experience, like I have a lot of experience dealing with businesses and I'm happy to like look at that and tell you like, oh yeah, you know what? I think that's right. Or like, no, like that's not quite right. Like that's fine. Yeah yeah better does not equal taking more time yes (laughs) we're getting it we're getting it we're getting it (laughs) yeah most of the time when you guys take more time to do things how do i want to say this i'm like really on one today with the like directness i'm just gonna tell you guys what i think most of the time when you guys give yourself more time to do things it does not make your work more quality most of the time it just gives you guys more time to be confused and more time to think low value thoughts that's part of like why i like to speed people up because i'm like the easiest way for me to like get you guys to spend less time thinking low value thoughts is to just give you less time to fuck around right so think about the difference of like like when you come in the office and you're like okay i have like 30 minutes we have to go to like brunch i've got to get this email out and you come in here and you're just very clean clear-headed you sit down, you focus, you write the email and you send it and you go about your life versus like sitting in the office and you have an hour to write the email. Most of the time what happens is we start indulging in more crappy thoughts where it's like, like, I don't know if this is right or maybe they're not going to like this or this is too much like so-and-so. This doesn't even sound like me. I don't even know what to do. And it's like, more time usually just gives you more time to be in low value thoughts and to be confused. <laughs> so that's what more time, like I really think that's what more time does for most people, right? Do you guys see me coaching on Tuesday? I've coached a couple people on this lately about like the end of the year and they were they were like, "Oh, I just feel like it's too close to the year." I'm like, "More time to do what? What would you why do you need more time? Like what? More time to do what? Like literally what would you do?" <laughs> it's like you have 6 weeks. It's plenty of time. <laughs> pep talk request why it's perfectly fine to be flying by the seat of your pants not batch not scheduled ahead just winging it through the 90 day plan want to stop shitting myself about this and just get on with it yeah Lindsay, watch the call from tuesday i talk about this i think it was towards the beginning of the call but we teach you guys like systems and processes and i think it's important i think it's very important and i'm telling you like no one ever fucking talked to me about business processes or organizing or asana or anything. Like I didn't have any of that till after I was making six figures and my life sucked. It was so stressful and so overwhelming. And I don't want any of you to have that experience. And so I want you guys thinking about processes and hiring and, and like be aware of like things that I was not aware of. Right. But it's, I'm giving you that because I think it could be helpful for you but it's your job to take the things I say and make them useful to you. You have to take the things that I say and make it useful to you. If you're taking the things that I say, like, and making it mean I'm doing it wrong and I should have my shit scheduled. That's not what I'm saying. Like, anytime you guys take anything I say and you use it to create stress and you use it to create overwhelm, you are taking the coaching wrong okay so this is what I was saying earlier it's like if you feel if you're starting to sit there and like tell yourself I should have my email scheduled and you feel that pressure stand up and walk out of your office do not use stress and overwhelm to create action for yourself it's really unsustainable and that's what causes burnout not time by the way people think burnout comes from hours of work it has nothing to do with hours worked it has to do with like the energy of which you are taking action which and by energy I mean your thought feeling combo your thought-feeling combo fuels your action. And if our thought-feeling combo is like, oh shit, I don't have enough time, I don't have enough to do, based said I should have scheduled the emails, and you're feeling overwhelmed, do not fuel your actions with that. It is poison. <laughs> you guys like this? <laughs> the drama. It is poison. Don't fucking do it. Like, think about it. Like you have to learn to be able to take action from a place of calm, where your nervous system is calm and you feel good. You do not want to be training yourself to take action on your business from using stress and overwhelm to drive you forward. And it will work for a little bit and it will not get you where you want to go. Okay? You just can't, you guys cannot get where you want to go and take action from stress and overwhelm. I see it all the time. Yeah, the best email I ever wrote was right before I moved to our new house and had literally zero time. Yeah, there's something about that clarity, right? Because when you have less time, it's like we have less time to indulge in lazy thinking. When we have less time, we have less time to indulge in low-value thoughts. When we have less time, we just sit down and we're like, what do I need to say, right? And we don't even have time to mess with the other stuff. And so that's why I think a lot of times like getting people to do things faster actually like makes the quality of their work better because I know they're gonna have less time to fuck around. <laughs> yeah, got it. Do not feeling not feel actions well and overwhelmed. I want to stop thinking about being behind and just get on with it. Behind what? Like what does that mean? What are you behind on? You're not behind. So just model all the thoughts I I can mine. Yeah. What are thoughts that create action for you? what are thoughts, like this is a very good thing to be aware of. It's like when you sat down to write the email, what were your thoughts? If there's other areas of your life where you feel very confident and not confused, what are your thoughts? You can borrow those thoughts for your business, right? Borrow thoughts from other, if you feel like I go into work and I just kill it, or I know I'm a fucking good mom, like I know it, right? If you can borrow that kind of those thoughts that work for you, for your business. Because if they work in other areas of your life, they'll work for this too. You just want to think about how do you want to feel while you're doing your work and what would you need to be thinking to create that feeling, right? And then just kind of being aware of what's happening. That's all. But it doesn't mean you're doing it wrong. You guys don't have to be thinking perfect to get results. Like that's not what this is. It's just about being aware. It's just like seeing what's happening. We just want to know what's happening with our brain. That's all we just want to know and it will help you get results faster. I do think that, but if you guys make it mean like if you guys make every negative thought you have mean you're doing it wrong and it's all a huge problem, like that's not going to get you results faster either. Do you see what I'm saying? Thought it's fine to just do it even though I meant to yesterday. Yeah, right. Who cares? Who cares? Here's like my my I'm doing my launch in real time. I'm doing I'm not and I don't have any thoughts about it, Lindsay. I have no thoughts about that. I'm just like yeah, I did not have time. I would love to have my emails written ahead of time for the Black Friday launch. I would love to have my slides done. I've had on my calendar all week to make the slides for tomorrow. Are you guys coming to my training tomorrow? It's going to be really good. (laughs) I do know what I'm going to say. I just haven't made the slides yet. Um, and I haven't had time to do it like this week has been nuts I haven't felt good I had migraine yesterday like uh, no problem right it's like of course I'm gonna rest and deal with the migraine and I'll write them I'll write them tomorrow Or write them on Monday I had 30 minutes to launch my bundle yesterday and my adorable son would not play with his toys right next to me he had to be on my lap <laughs> yeah everything on my desk. It was not calm and ideal, but I did get my email done and out to my list. Yeah, it doesn't have to be like calm. Like you don't have to be in like a state of Zen. But what I'm saying, Mindy, is like people use stress and overwhelm to get themselves to take action. Right. So they'll like make they'll like be up on themselves and take everything I've ever said and use it against themselves and make themselves wrong. And I should have scheduled the emails and I didn't do it. Right? and that's what i mean it's like of course you guys are gonna be stressed out and like kids are you guys are moms and there's lots of things going on i understand that so it's not like you have to be in like a spa <laughs> i'm just saying like in your own brain don't be being an asshole, right sometimes we will bully ourselves to take action and that will work for like a little bit but you cannot be a bull you cannot bully yourself to the kind of business most of you guys want you'll burn out before you get there Right? It's like, and do you, is it even worth it? Do you really want to do that? If the whole time it feels hard and the whole time you feel like you're doing it wrong and the whole time you're struggling, like, do you really want to do that? Like, isn't the point of having the business because you guys wanted to feel better because you didn't feel however you wanted to feel in your job or whatever you were doing before? So it's like, if you're using like guilt and shame and like making yourself wrong to force action, Right. To fuel your action, to drive you forward. That's what I'm saying. That is not sustainable. Don't do it. Get me. I was just finding it very hard to focus on what I was doing. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> New thought. Face doing her stuff in real time and spend zero time thinking about it. Yeah, I have no drama about it. My and like, you know, my thought is like I get to make money either way i can make schedule all of it ahead of time awesome i have a system for doing that i know how to do that and i can also write them in real time and like you guys will never know you guys would never know that if i hadn't told you because the launch is gonna be well executed it's just gonna be it's gonna be as well executed as it would have been if i had scheduled it ahead of time that's my thought about it right and it's like yeah is it nice when we have everything done ahead of time would i love to have done this shit on monday yeah and it, didn't happen. What am I going to do about it? I'm not going to sit here and like, think about, you know what I mean? It's like what I could like sit here and be like, Oh, I should have did it. I should have got it done. We don't have it done. The launch isn't going to go good. I don't think it's going to work. But why would I do that? (laughs) You see what I'm saying? It's like, why would I do that? (laughs) Yeah. I created this to have a better life, right? But you have to practice having a better life now. However you feel right now while you're building your business, is it's kind of like that's the ceiling for how good you will feel when you start making money. And I really think like money is an amplifier. So if you are stressed and overwhelmed and feel like a fraud, if you add money to that, you will just feel more stressed and more overwhelmed and more like a fraud. And people think like when I start making money, then I'll know it's working um, and I won't feel scared anymore. You'll just feel scared about something else. Like that's the truth. So however you feel now, when you start making money, how you feel now is like your baseline and I'm like get that up now like you guys can feel good now and it's just gonna feel so much better to build a business when you're not being an asshole to yourself every day (laughs) like right I know that sounds like really obvious but it's like we do this though like it is really easy to go a month six months a year just really bullying yourself like really and if you're not paying attention it's like really easy to do Right? And then it's like, but you gotta be aware. This is why I like the model and the awareness piece. It's like, if you guys are aware, you'll see it happening before it gets too far. And you'll catch it way before you get burnt out. Most people don't catch any of this stuff until they are like having panic attacks and like crippled by their business and can't go online. Right? you guys will catch it way before then. And it's not that you won't ever have negative feelings, it's not that you won't ever have negative thoughts, you're always gonna have negative feelings, you're always gonna have negative thoughts. But you're gonna catch it way earlier, way earlier, because of the discussions that we have in this community, and the tools that you have, and the amazing coaches you have access to in here, like you'll see it way earlier than most people. I need to eliminate the stress, overwhelm garbage while doing it. Yeah. Think about how much energy you would save if you just sat down and did your work and didn't make it mean I'm doing it wrong. I should have did this last week. I don't know if the launch is going to work. Like if you could just delete all of that, like think how much lighter and easier it would be. Like I just come in here and I just sit down and do my work like really and it's taken me a long time to learn to do that because I have a dramatic ass brain (laughs) right and I have uh, clinical depression PTSD major anxiety disorder like I do not have an easy brain to live with (laughs) and I just like come in here and I sit my ass down in my office and I do my work and I sign off I really do that like most of the time and I think I try to think at the highest level thinking that I can and I try to really look for solutions and problem solve and be very focused while I'm in here. And then I sign off and I don't think about the business at all when I'm not working. I don't. I, I think about you guys very hard and very specifically <laughs> when I'm working. When I'm looking at how can we make the mastermind better, where are people stuck? Like I spend intentional time thinking about that. and. I leave it in the office and then I just go live my life. Right. And that, that clarity and cleanness, I think is what allows me to do everything we do. And I don't ever feel tired. Like someone in my mastermind recently said that to me. She's like, you're, I'm like, we're, she's like, Oh, how was your lunch? I'm like, Oh, it's great. We just did a summit and now we're going to do another launch." <laughs> and she like, what? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, she's like, that must be so tiring. And I'm like, no, not really. I don't feel tired at all. Right. I feel fine but it's because of how I think. And it's because I have like space in the office where I think very intentionally and I don't indulge in like being confused. I don't know what to do. All of that is available to me, trust me. Like I am playing with amounts of money that I have never had. And it is very scary to me all the time. And I could be confused and terrified every day if I let myself, trust me. Like it doesn't get easier to manage your mind when you start making money. All that happens is you're like, oh, the fuck now I could lose it all <laughs> that's what happened to me right it, it shifted I said this on the call the other night but it went from like I don't know if it's gonna work I don't know if it's gonna work I don't to like oh my god like what if I lose it what if I make the wrong decision what if I make the wrong call what if I lose twenty thousand dollars like you know we're regularly making those kind of investments and it's fun to like, it's it's all like fun and games to like sit here and be like, oh, I'm going to scale to a million like that sounds fun. But the reality of it is like, it is going to require me to invest amounts of money that quite frankly, make me want to puke. Like that's what it is. Like I'm not going to get to have a million dollar business and be comfortable. Like I'm gonna have to invest like large amounts of money pretty regularly to do that scale. Um, and. I could have a lot of drama and a lot of thoughts about that. So I'm just offering to you guys, the reason I'm telling you this, not to like, I don't know, brag about my business or something, but I think a lot of people think like when you make money, it's easier to manage your mind. And I just want to show you guys that that is not true. You're going to, if anything, you're going to like, everybody's like, oh, if I could have a VA, it's like you know it's going to be so nice and it is nice and it's great and you guys should all get a va and you're going to be responsible for someone else's livelihood so i'm saying it's like i don't have the the luxury of like after a launch doesn't work to just feel sorry for myself all week i have to come in here and fix it like i have dozens of people that we pay out like i have to make sure they're all paid right so it's like it's and that that could cause a lot of drama you see what I'm saying so I just want to offer you guys it's like you want to do this work now I know it feels hard and I know it's like annoying and it can feel tedious but you want to do it now because you want to be able to manage your mind before you get people relying on you and money in your bank account and money going out as your business grows the more money you make the more money it costs to run Right. So I have amounts of money going out every month that are not insignificant just to keep doors open. Right. And so I just want uh, anyway, just to like recap, I just want you guys to understand, like, it will not be easier when you start making more money. Whatever you are feeling now, you will still feel the exact same if not multiplied. So if you feel like I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, like I could sit here every day and think I don't know what I'm doing. Oh my god why did I think I could do this I don't know what I'm doing like my brain offers me that shit all the time and I have to just decide to like I'm gonna come in the office and do my work and problem-solve and look at the problems in the business and come up with some kind of solution and test things out and evaluate the results I do exactly what I teach you guys all I'm doing is like testing things and looking at the results and trying to do it better and testing things and looking the results and trying to do it better and I just come in the office and when i sit here i don't allow myself to go to like i don't know what i'm doing i'm in over my head why the fuck did I, did I think i could do this like i just don't go there right i'm just like working does that make sense yeah i wonder why i'm so tired all the time energy leaks yeah like think about how much energy you would have if you just did it if you just sat down and did your work like that's always my goal is like not going on the drama with my brain and it's like and I have to have hard boundaries because, like I'm saying, my brain is not easy to live with. Like, there's a lot of, like, mental illness in my family and a lot of, like, all that stuff, right? And it's just like, I just cannot indulge in that. I, just, I have to be the boss, right? I have to sit in here and decide to think, I'm going to figure out how to do this. I know I've never done it before, but I'm just going to figure it out and we're just going to keep trying. Those are my thoughts. You guys can borrow if you want. I think generally, you guys just don't make yourself wrong for doing things right it's okay it's okay to work in bursts and take time off it's okay to not feel like working some days it's okay to not do things ahead of time it's fine it all works it's just like and there's gonna be different seasons there's gonna be seasons where scheduling things ahead of time probably really will serve you Lindsay. it will be like your your like saving grace right and you might not be in that season right now right now doing things in real time might be your saving grace but you just wanna be able to look at the options and evaluate as a business owner what's the best way to do it. And then if you decide to write things in real time, it's just like the decision-making module, right? If you decide to write things in real time, you spend no time thinking about why you don't like that decision and why it's wrong and how you wish it was different. You spend all of your time thinking about why that's a good decision for you. I want you to write down all of the reasons why doing them in real time is good for you and good for your customers, okay? All right, you guys, I'll talk to you soon. Have a good day. Bye, guys.